Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the first edition of a raw NFL degenerate podcast of individuals that actually know what they're doing. Some are a lot funnier than others. I mean, I don't have a funny bone in my body, but I got two crackpots here. I got one Mel TV live Facebook, Mel W Palisades, play-by-play, Melly Mel. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, JB. How are you, buddy? I am. I am doing good and excited. The other I got here, the one and only, I've known this guy since I was 16, and the stick boy for the LA Kings, Earl the Pearl, comedy store Earl. The stick What's boy. up, Earl? Uh, I've known you since you were in your zoot suit at 2020 Strip Club doing the Mahaka dance. <laughs> oh, my God. You know where the bodies are buried. We could that set some over-unders oh over on those, uh, on those, uh, those numbers. I uh, should be the head of Hollywood with what I have on Barrett. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're going to take over <laughs> Alchemy Entertainment in a heartbeat, couldn't you? Um, <laughs> so, so, so this is going to be the first edition here. This will get tuned up. We'll figure it all out. But... We're going to break down. Everybody loves NFL football. Everybody is in fantasy leagues. Everybody likes to gamble. Everybody likes to think that they know something. Um, I spend outside of my day-to-day, my hobby, a tremendous amount of time looking at lines, looking at teams, looking at algorithms. Um, Was in the Circa Millions last year, 4,300 applicants. I was number 210. So I feel like, you know, for the most part, you know, I was 60%. I feel like I have a good beat on this. And I always say, One thing, betting NFL football is not betting teams. You're betting numbers. Most people don't understand that. Most people think, oh, my God, well, this player's playing. It's numbers. It's line movement. It's numbers. It's all that different stuff. So I'm an algorithm guy. You'll hear from me on a few reasons of why I like, what I like, et cetera. And Mel will have his take and Earl will have his take. But we want to talk NFL. It's season number one. What we want to start with, I'm going to go to Mel is Thursday night's game, because I was 100% wrong. The way I looked at it, and Mel had texted me, he was right. I was screaming at you. You were screaming. I was screaming. I said you got the defending Super Bowl champs. The line opened. They were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. It jumped the fence and went to Buffalo minus two-and-a-half because some stuff about Stafford's elbow, which I guess in retrospect could have made sense. Um I was all over McVay, undefeated in opening night, 16-6, and six, Super Bowl champs against the spread, coming off a Super Bowl win. And I not only bet the Rams, but I teased the Rams, and I got buried. Mel, what's your take you, on that? You should have listened to your own advice. You said it best. You don't, you don't bet, you don't bet uh, uh, Matthew Stafford's and the Jalen Ramsey's and the Aaron Donald's. You bet the numbers. You bet the scenario. You bet the team. You've got a team that has... A, Super Bowl champion. They've got a target on their back. As great as Tom Brady and the Patriots were, they never won back-to-back Super Bowls. You have to realize that. They get their trophies. The crowd's going nuts. And, uh, and there's a lot of distraction in there on the opening night. And the Bills have something to prove as they took an exit that they weren't happy with in the playoffs last year. And it just screamed Bills to me all the way. And boy, did it ever pay off. I'm beaming right now. Beaming. I mean, it was, it was definitely not the right way to start it. Um, Mel, you're right. I mean, the bills are, you know, right now they say in Vegas that the two most bet Super Bowl futures this year are the bills and the Ravens, two teams that they say they have the most money. I will say this after watching the bills on, on Thursday night. I mean, what a, what an amazing, amazing game. And Josh Allen looked great. Earl, what'd you think of that? Well, I actually won a lot of money on that game because, uh, 
strangely enough, my knowledge of hockey helped me with that game. Because you know, when a team wins a championship, there's a ceremony. The right players are on the field, just standing there. Yeah. Um, and then the Bills were in the locker room, stretching, uh, eating, drinking, getting uh, focused. Yeah, focused, rehydrated. And I predicted they would win by at least two touchdowns. Wow. Uh, because there's just an adrenaline dump after you get your rings, and you know the 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 buzz of the fan. Uh, base kind of leaves your body, and it was tailor-made for a Bills blowout. 100%. 100%. I also thought that having the hotter cheerleaders in the Rams op- you know, against the Bills, that would help us, but no, it didn't. Obviously. Well, have you seen a hot girl in Buffalo? Look at the Laker girls. Didn't do yeah. well for the Lakers last year either. I mean, most of the girls in Buffalo look like Rick. Rick Jenneret, the uh, Sabres <laughs> announcer. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's not, right. upset, let's not upset the, the Bills Mafia too much here. The Bills yeah, exactly. Mafia. It's exactly. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about. So so week one, they say all bets are off. You can't look at the previous week. You you know, you see preseason. A lot of these games are are the lines can be a bit off. You know, there's all this talk this weekend with all these home underdogs and the stats favor the home underdogs, you know, night in, night out. It's all about these home underdogs. I think let's dive in and let's talk for a minute. Let's just start breaking down a few games and talking. First game I want to talk about is the Steelers and the Bengals. Now, the Steelers are playing the Bengals. They're in Cincinnati. They, as of this, it, you know, this line opened at six. It's up to seven points now I saw this morning. The, the Steelers are a seven-point dog against Cincinnati. Mel, I'm going to start with you. What, like, 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 you know, what's going on here, man? I mean, I know I have a real view on this, but let's start with you. I'm not just Mel TV Live. I'm also the NFL <laughs> Moneyline Specialist. And boy, did you just, you're just scratching me right where I itch here with this one, baby. <laughs> Steelers Moneyline all the way, man. I mean, you know, same thing here. Cincinnati, I mean, you know, they were, they, they just kind of crept into the Super Bowl. How they got there, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, are they are they this good? I mean, Mike Tomlin's the kind of guy that's going to bring his hard hat and lunch pail every week, no matter who he's got. Roethlisberger, Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. I mean, you know, we're going to, we might see Kenny Pickett in this game, the rookie. We might not. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, Tomlin brings it, and Tomlin has his team ready, and he's, he is going to uh, he's going to deflate the hype. You know, if anybody's going to deflate the hype, it's going to be Mike Tomlin's team. And, Tomlin, and, you know, just so you know, Mel, Tomlin is 45-23. and 23 against the spread as an underdog overall. And I'll give you another stat. Pretty strong. The Super Bowl loser jinx, which has seen teams go 4-18 and 18 against the spread in the following week one over the past 22 seasons. So the reality is, I agree with Mel. This is a solid Steelers plus seven. And maybe a sprinkle a little on the money, money line, line as plus well. 250, plus 250. Mel, what do you think? I mean, uh, Earl. What's your take? Oh, I'm betting the Steelers all the way. Yeah. Um, I know there's a little bit of a question mark at quarterback with Trubisky. Uh, he played well in the preseason. Um, you know, he didn't play great, but he played well enough to beat out Pickett. Uh, I don't think you would go with Pickett on the road in his first in a NFL yeah, game. No, I agree. And the Steelers defense is just, it's amazing. Yes. And, and they added Larry Okajobi, Okanajobi. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. Sorry about mispronouncing his name. So it got even better without losing anyone. Um, so I think the Steelers are the solid, solid pick here. All right. So we got a three-way Steelers, Steelers, Steelers. So 
Obviously, this podcast, number one, Steelers. Next game, and this is a weird game to me, and this is a, a Joes versus pros game. You got Baker, wise-ass Mayfield, <laughs> at home against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. Now, real quick, this line opened at Panthers minus two and a half. It is now a pick and some shops have even Cleveland flip-flopped wow. as a minus one favorite. The public is all over Carolina. The pros have said that they're more on Jacoby Brissett and Cleveland. I'm going to start this off and tell you, I love the Browns in this game. I think Mayfield always in a game like this with heavy pressure has not lived up to who he is. I think the Browns go in there with a lot less pressure than the Panthers at home. They can play loose. And I love Cleveland for the upset here to beat Carolina. Mel? I'm going to bet with my heart on this one, Jason. You know, I'm a Carolina guy. I'm from North Carolina, and I'm a diehard Panther fan from day one. And, uh, you know, I love my Christian McCaffrey, and I love the I love the keep-pounding statue out in front of Panther Stadium, and I'm going to go with my Panthers here. And, you know, I, but I, I got to tell you that Jacoby Brissett has always done a wonderful job filling in, and this coaching staff for – Cleveland has, has really been probably doing a good job at, at uh, you know, getting through the distraction of Deshaun Watson. So uh, there's a reason that line went from two and a half to a pick em. So And Jacoby Brissett has a lot to do with that, too. He's filled in and done some wonderful things when he was an Indian as I, a backup. I think also, though, the Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb combination, I think sometimes the public doesn't necessarily think about that. And they just see Mayfield, Mayfield, Mayfield. He's going to shove it up his team's butt. Yeah. All this stuff. And Mayfield comes out and he says what he says, because he's yes. always kind of an arrogant guy. Yeah, yeah. But Earl, what do you think? What's your take on this? I'm going to go with the Panthers just you because are. I'm very much into the revenge element of this game. And I don't know if an accurate study has been done, but I would say eight out of 10 times when it's a revenge game, former players coming back, uh, they win. And, you know, I'm not sold on Brissett yet. Uh, and I just think Mayfield wanting to stick it to the Browns. I mean, they did him dirty. Uh, they could have handled it a lot better. So that's not lost in his brain. So seeing that it's a pick em game, I think Carolina is the easy bet. All right. So we got a, we got a one verse two here. We got JB on the Browns and we got the two other brain trusts here taking Carolina. All right, let's go to the next game. Let's go Colts and Texans. Indianapolis Colts traveling to Houston against the Texans. Let me lay this out. We're going to go to Earl with his first prediction. This line opened Colts eight and a half. It is now down to seven. So you say to yourself, well, wait a minute. The Colts are stacked this year. They add Matt Ryan. They're on the road. Divisional dogs, it's really hard to cover in week one. But the line has gone from eight and a half to seven. That's not public money. That's 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 inside money. Um, Earl, what do you think here? Uh, Houston's going to be bad for a very long time. Lovey um, Smith. Yeah, I agree. It's it's you know poor Lovey Smith. It's not yeah. his problem. You know you can only coach who who the GM gives you. Uh, and I think with Matt Ryan, he's going to want to start strong on his new team because he feels a bit jaded about you know his last few years in Atlanta and people saying he's lost it. Uh, I see at least a two-touchdown win for the Colts. I don't care if it's on the road or in Botswana. Okay. Mel? I don't really care much about this game. I would stay away from it, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, if anything, you put it in a teaser maybe with the yeah. Colts, you know. But 
So I, I kind of agree with Mel. Gun to my head, I'm taking Houston on the divisional dog angle, but it's not a game that I would I would definitely bet based on. I could easily see the Colts. But I will say the Colts are five and one against the Texans the last six games. Yeah, you know that's in the past, but still that that's a big uh, differential to overlook. So I, I like don't, you said, Earl. Matty Ice is going to want to do really well. He's he's you know he's ready. Yeah, I don't a see chance here. You know a path for the Texans to win. Like no, I, I just don't see it. And you're right, both of you're right. It's a crap game. It's it a is. crap yeah. game. It's gonna be the least watched game of the day. Probably. You know, no one's doing it. It's going to be the least Texans watched game, game of the day. All right. On to the next one. We got Bill Belichick going to Miami against the Patriots, against the Dolphins with, with, uh, with uh, my man Tyree Kill, who's been added. We got the public jamming the Miami Dolphins. They've taken the line from two and a half to three and a half. A lot of people say, this could be New England, one of their worst teams. I've heard a lot of different prognosticators predicting seven and ten for the Patriots this year, eight and nine season record. Um, again, public all over. I'll start on this one. I gotta say, on paper, it looks like Miami. You give me Bill Belichick plus three and a half points with six weeks to prepare for a team. I don't care if Earl, you're playing for them. I'm gonna <laughs> take the three and a half. And I'm going to take the Patriots on the road in a division game against the Dolphins. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover the three. Mel? Uh, again, a great, uh, great guy to have at the helm that's going to, that's going to bring the hard hat and lunch pail to, the, to work. And uh, he's going to be a hype deflator with all that Tyreek Hill and, and Tua stuff going on. And uh, I go Pats all the way money line. Pats money line plus 150. Wow. Earl? Yeah, I think Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks is pretty impressive. Uh, you know, you just, the defense is that he's going to throw it to a, who's still somewhat unproven, uh, is just going to be too much. You know, this isn't Alabama against Ball State. You know, this is two against Bill Belichick. Who do you want in that battle? Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with that. And, you know, again, division game, division dogs. I mean, first week division dogs over the last 15 years. You take all these division dogs, more than not, you're going to make money. But again, I'll take Belichick. And Mac and, Jones has done real well. I mean, you know, he's. He has. No, he has. Listen, they've, you know, they definitely lost some strong. players this year, the Patriots. And I like to, you know, I always like to look at a team and bet on a great coach when he's, when he's, when people don't think he's going to be doing that well. Sure. You know, and, and. Tomlin falls into that a little bit this Absolutely. year. Belichick falls into that a little bit this year. So, okay, well, there we go. So we're all across the board. But I will say this. Yeah. You know, everyone's making a big deal about Tyreek Hill being there. You got to get him the ball for him to be effective. Exactly. That's right. You got to so, get him the ball. Yeah, exactly. And if they're rushed, yeah, they can. You know, that Miami offensive line is wonky, to Plus, say the least. Know, since when is it a wide receiver-driven league? That all started with Ocho Cinco and Terrell Owens, and it's, it's all garbage. I mean, you know, it takes a whole team effort. and. One guy's not going to come in and make that big of a difference. I mean, it's a wide receiver league when Brady or Mahomes is throwing the ball right. to them, but not to a yet, you know. Yeah. And, you know, his injuries are still, you know, he had a, a the hip injury, yeah, which is, prone. Uh, that's uh, in the NFL. You could get away with that against like Rice and Ball State, not the Patriots or the Steelers. Yeah. So NFL uh, stands for not for long, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it's North Dallas 40 was a that's pretty right. accurate movie. So let's talk about this game. This is the second most public bet game of the week behind that Indy Houston game because Indy was number one 
this week. But Baltimore Ravens, New York Jets. Now, again, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson decided, you know, he's his own agent. And he decided on Friday they couldn't come to terms. And so he has put on hold his contract and he's going to play. Cool. And so there's, a, you know, again, this is a contract year for him. There's a lot of pressure. They were seven to me. And then the line just dropped this morning. I saw it some places to six and a half, but a lot of places it's still seven. Um, I have a real feeling about this, but I want to start with Earl, the Pearl, on your opinion on this in New York against the lovely Jets. Well, this is the opposite of what I just said about eight out of 10 times in the revenge game. Yeah. You know, the, the uh, revenging player wins. I, Joe Flacco is, he's a little long in the tooth. And uh, the Jets are awful. I mean, they're like Texans awful. Uh, so I think this could be a blowout. I don't care where the game's at. Um, you, you know, the Jets just, they don't have enough yet. They've got some young players, but, you know, the Ravens are in their prime. And I just see uh, them, the, them lighting up the Jets on both sides of the ball. So yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. take the Ravens, take the Ravens minus, minus the seven. 100%. Yeah. What do you think? Bob? It's a game to stay away from. I mean, you know, I, I have heard a lot of stuff about uh, this Jets quarterback, the kid from BYU. What's his name? Zach. Zach, Zach Wilson. But Zach he's Wilson. hurt. He's out, though, for okay, the so first he's five out. Okay, so he's out. But I, there was a lot of off-the-field drama between the, the girlfriend and the mother yeah, and all this okay. business. There was someone a lot of stuff. Someone was someone. I don't know what was going on, but it sounded like it was a heck of a lot of fun. But uh, Well, it is New York. You know, so. and so I – but uh, this is a game to stay away from. You know, I, I don't I – really don't. You don't feel it. But if you look at it, like, you're right. Young quarterbacks, when they go to New York, Sanchez, uh, Darnold, it's just. It's tough. I mean, you guys remember when we were 21, 20, and we weren't millionaires. Can you imagine if you're a multimillionaire and you're going out after practice? It, oh, God. It's pretty hard to uh, Boing. worry about the scrimmages when yeah. you've got a pair of double D flapjacks in front of your face. <laughs> All that money that's, at disposal. That's true. My feeling on this game, honestly, I put this actually in my, I'm in a pool, you pick one a week. I went square and laid the seven with the Ravens. I don't think the Jets score more than 13. And I think the Ravens will get at least 24. So I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens teased in this game also. We can talk a little bit about the teaser thing, but I like the Ravens just to win the game. I don't see a chance of the Jets winning the game here. Um, so well, Lamar's got fresh legs at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You know, he likes to run it up, and he's very capable of doing so. This game, this game could get out of control quick. Oh, I, I believe so. I think I by so. halftime, it, it's at least a two-touchdown yeah. lead. Yeah. So could I'm on that fast. All right. Saints-Falcons, interdivision game. Saints have a tremendous amount of hype this year. They have a rookie coach in Dennis Allen. They have a quarterback who's coming back from an injury in Jamie. Jamison Winston. Um, listen, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Definitely people. I heard Peter King at Sports Illustrated not only picked the Saints to improve, but he picked the Saints to win the division over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. Wow. Um, here's, my, here's the issue on this game. I'll start on this game. The line's five and a half, and it's been a line freeze. And what that means is all the public is on the Saints, but Vegas and offshore will not move the line to six. It's called a line freeze. And so I feel New Orleans is going to win this football game, but I don't think they're going to cover in Atlanta. I think Mariota is going to have a game and keep it close. And I like Atlanta plus the five and a half, six points to keep the game close. Mel? 
this Falcons team has never recovered from that Super Bowl. I'm going with the Saints, but again, it's not the it's not it's not a game I'm interested in. I'm, it's one that I would stay away from. I wouldn't play it. But uh, yeah, I love Jameis Winston. I would love to see him get on track here and start throwing touchdowns and really open the passing game up. I've loved him ever since he stole those crab legs those crab legs at Florida State. I'm a huge Jameis fan. I want to see him do his thing, and I, I wish him all the success in the world. But I would definitely stay away from this game. Earl. I mean, there are a lot of bad games this weekend. Uh, there are, especially for gambling. Uh, I'm I would bet the Saints and minus the points. I the Falcons are just there's a lot of bad teams in this league right now. There are, and uh, I see multiple pathways for the Saints to win. Their defense is great. Their offense is promising. And you look at the Falcons. I, I don't see really any positives other than their punter being well worked. <laughs> So um, I'll take the Saints minus the five and a half. All right. So the two against me on that one. All right. 49ers Bears. We go to Chicago to the one and only great, amazing Chicago Bears and Justin Fields playing against the 49ers on the road with a rookie quarterback. Second year. Second year. Excuse me. So what did he? I thought Garoppolo played last year. Did he ever start last year too? Uh, oh, no, wait, you're talking about Trey Lance Trey in San Lance. Francisco. Yeah. Is he starting? He's starting. Yes, he wow. Started. And so it's a rookie starting quarterback. He yeah, he's wow. starting. Jimmy G's behind him. That is just, that's disastrous in my opinion. So the way I look at this is you're going in, you're on the road. You're a team that's supposed to win nine to 10 games against a team that's supposed to win five and a half games. Chicago's awful. Could be the worst team in the NFL this year. But it's weird because you're going, you have a rookie quarterback on the road in the first week. I would not touch this game. If I had a gun to my head, I'd take the points, but it's stinky to me. Mel TV Live, NFL Moneyline Specialist. I'm going to tell you right now, I've got Bears plus 290 Moneyline. I think this is the one that comes through, the big one that comes through. Could be. I, th- I really do believe it. I think that they're going to, Jimmy, you know, the 49ers, Jimmy G less 49ers. I think that's a huge mistake. They're going to go into the Bears and get a little rattled game one, week one. So we'll see. I, I just said, uh, I, I like Justin Fields. I like that. I saw him in the preseason, like his confidence level. And, you know, well, we'll see what happens. But well, I, what do you think? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Bears money line. I, this, you talk about games to stay away from. There's just too many questions for me with the Niners quarterbacking situation. I mean, uh, the players have come out privately and said they prefer Jimmy G because he's an accurate thrower. Well, there you go. And they know when he throws the ball, it's going to hit them in the exact spot most of the time. And Lance has the better arm, but he's all over the place. Uh, I mean, the drummer from Def Leppard has more accuracy. <laughs> so uh, if you're like JB would say, if you're putting a gun to my head, uh, I'm going to go with Chicago uh, with the points. Cause uh, you know, if Lance has a bad game and then Jimmy G has to come in, it just, he didn't get a lot of reps. It's just, there's too many questions at the quarterback position. And that's the one position. It's like a goalie in hockey. You don't want to have questions at that position. Perfect. All right. On to the next. We go to the lovely Hard Knocks team of the year, the Detroit Lions with the one and only Jared Goff. Another bad team. Another yeah. bad team. Are they ever going to win again? Are and they they're ever going to win again? I mean, and now the Eagles, who are a team, one of the hot teams that people think Eagles and Saints are the two teams this year that people really, really think are going to be improved. They've added players. Um, they're healthy. Um, this line opened at four Eagles on the road in Detroit. It's now up to five. When I first looked at this game, I was like, you know what? 
this might be in my pool, the five picks, because I loved, I go, how, Philly's going to win this game by 14 points. And then I started listening to all these people, and they're talking about these home underdogs in week one and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to stay off this game. My gut, again, would be to take the Eagles, but I'm going to stay off it. Earl? Um, you know, I'm going into this like I'm betting every game. Right. So I think the Eagles minus five, they're going to win by at least 14 to 21 points. Uh, although Detroit got better last year, uh, you know, teams were resting their better players for the playoff run. So it kind of was a fourth quarter preseason vibe, some of their wins. Uh, and Philly's just going to hammer them. Uh, you know, I'm gonna eat a cheesesteak on Sunday for sure. I'm gonna go to Jersey Mike's. I think and get the cheesesteak. They're not bad there. Where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Good. You know what? You know well, Quiznos is out of business. Quiznos, nah, uh, they were never any good anyway. Uh, Jared yeah, yeah. from Subway is still. Uh, Jared, he's a, he's in a little trouble, isn't he? Jared from Subway. Uh, Jared from make, Subway. Make good stuff. Danny Greenberg look alike. Where are you from, Earl? I'm from Bel Air, California. Not so all from Bel Air, so you don't know. I'm talking to two guys that don't know anything about goddamn cheesesteak. Yeah. So I'm gonna eat a cheesesteak <laughs> from Jersey Mike's, and we'll. We'll get to the cheesesteak details later, but uh, I would definitely say Eagles, but I would stay away from it. It's not yeah. much of a game. Again, one of the least watched games. The Nielsen ratings are going to be so low. They're going to be, you know, going through the gutter here on this one. So, you know, it's a game I'd stay away from. It's amazing. I think the best bet is who's going to get the number one pick in the draft. With the, I mean, there are five or six horrible teams this yes, year. Horrible. Yeah, there really are. Horrible. I mean, horrible, horrible teams. But... One thing I've learned in gambling is sometimes you can make the most money betting those horrible teams getting points in situations. Right? Absolutely, but it does not doesn't happen on week one. Yeah, week one, it's it kind of like, happens yeah. later in the season because they're always behind. So they're always you know, behind, the and then they their, rest their then they rest their players, and their running backs are the worst pick in any fantasy pick. And then they bring up guys from the practice squad that want to prove themselves, and all of a sudden they you know somebody pops up and they just they hang in there because they get tired of getting beat. They got tired of getting beat week after week, and they finally show some pride. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, on to another lovely game. We're going to Washington. The Commanders, the commanders. are two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, a new coach. This has been interesting. This line was three-and-a-half for Commanders. It's dropped to two-and-a-half. Money coming in. Like crazy, 70% of the bets are on Jacksonville. Now, let me just say one thing to you here. I got to tell you, Washington had a phenomenal defense last year. They have a great front. They were 7-10. and 10. They won five of their games by three points or less. But they're a blue-collar tough team. My opinion, how the hell is Jacksonville week one with a new coach going to go in and beat them? Who, quarterback for Washington is... Um, the guy was on the Colts last year. Is, uh, is, um, is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Uh, listen. North Dakota. I This is a weird game. I didn't, I, I'm not going to bet it. I did put it in one of my picks in Circa as a uh, Washington minus two and a half. I think they win the I, – I personally think they win the football game. Mel? Uh, uh, you know, I like Washington's coach, too. I like uh, – Rivera. Jack Del Rio is it Jack Del Rio? Rivera. Well, yeah, but he Del, Del Rio isn't he one of the defensive coaches? Yeah, coach? defense for yeah, defensive yeah. coach and uh, yeah, you know, and I just uh, I mean the, the Jaguars new coach like you said got to go with Washington. Although you know what I don't care I don't like the, I don't like the fact that they changed their name to the Redskins. I mean I mean from the Redskins to the Commanders I'm old school. Let's keep it the way it was. But uh, nevertheless we got to bow down to the 
for the uh, political uh, correctness of the, the way we Society. live these days. And uh, yeah. but uh, I, I like the I like Washington here. So, uh, Earl, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. Wow, uh, I what really like think? what I saw from them in preseason. I think Lawrence is gonna have a huge year. I mean, uh, I almost said the Redskins, uh, the Commanders. Uh, their defense is great, but on offense, their top two tight ends are hurt. Uh, it's game time decisions, and that's a big part of their offense. So uh, I know Jacksonville's been bad for so long, but this is one of the benefits of being bad for so long. You finally start to turn it around uh, with better players. And uh, I love Lawrence. He's going to be, I think, the next big quarterback star once they surround him with better players. I think you're right about that. I'm anxious to see what Trevor can do this year. One year, one year better and all that. One year. You might be right. I mean, they are, they are, by the way, they are aggressive. They have a new coach. I mean, the Urban Meyer thing was a disaster. I mean, talk about giving a quarterback confidence. Talk about what he did in the locker room per some of the players. And I got to think Jacksonville um, improves. They were three and 14 last year. Their over-under win total this season is six and a half. Um, it's a tough game. Again, wouldn't really put a lot of money on this game, but got Washington, so we'll see. We'll see what over happens. Over-under win total six and a half for Jacksonville in the yeah. season? Yeah. You kind of got to feel like they're going to go over that, don't you? Well, you do, but think about the percentage of going from three and 14 to seven wins. I mean, that's a big, that's a big that's jump. That's true. That's a big jump. Let's talk about so, what Urban, Urban Meyer did in those bars. Well, you oh, just can't. He the bars, didn't he? You can't treat NFL players like college players. Yeah. No. The, the transition for coaches from college to the NFL rarely works. It can. I mean, Pete Carroll, uh, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, look at Saban. He was a bust as an NFL coach. Now he's like yeah. the greatest coach of all Chip time. Chip Kelly, bust. Pete Carroll. But I mean, Pete Carroll cheated at SC. So Pete Carroll did. He He had Reggie Bush and Matt. Focused on that defense, though. He had a better team at USC than he did in any city he was a coach in. So, but in regards to Urban Meyer, like, dude, like philandering. He's a philanderer. Well, that's fine. I mean, if you get rid of guys for philandering in the NFL, it'll be gone. With not going to have a lot. It's going to be me and JB starting quarterbacks. So, but. Until they caught us. Yeah, I mean, if you got rid of guys for cheating, there literally won't be any sports leagues. Oh, my God. All right, on to the afternoon now. Let's dive in. We're going to go first and foremost, Patrick Mahomes on his way to the desert to play the Arizona Cardinals. This line opened at three and a half. It's now up to six. The public is steaming Patrick Mahomes on the road against Kingsbury and Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to start with you, Earl. Your thoughts on this game? I mean, it's tough to go against Mahomes because the core of, of the championship team is still there. But Arizona's a real up-and-comer. And in Arizona, I think Murray, this is a breakout game for him uh, because he wants to say, hey, I'm the next Mahomes. Uh, I like in an upset Arizona. Wow, there's a money line prediction. Earl saying, now again, remember, guys, here's another home dog getting a lot of points on Sunday. Uh, let's go to Mel. Mel, what do you think? Earl's getting on the Mel TV Live money line train. I love it, Earl. Oh, good. It's an obvious Cardinals plus 230 on the money line. I'm making a lot of money tomorrow with these big money line underdogs. I love it. Going to parlay a couple of them. We're going to cash in big. So you're going money line, Earl? Yeah, money line. Money yeah. line. I have no Cardinals. feel for this game. I'll tell you this. If it gets to six and a half, 
I would buy it to seven and take a touchdown with the Cardinals. Um, I think there's major value getting getting close to a touchdown with the Cardinals at home. I yes, I think Mahomes is great. I think the Chiefs will win the football game. Great I don't I don't know if they're going to go into um, Arizona and win. I'm going to go 31-28 Chiefs. But I also think losing Hill is a big deal. Like I don't think getting Hill is a big deal for Miami, but yeah. lo- losing Hill to the Chiefs. I mean, I love Juju Smith. You know, I'm a Steeler guy, but he's not Hill. Uh, it's a bigger deal for the Kansas City than it is for the Dolphins. Oh, 100%. So that's a big, big loss. Uh, and they still have a lot of weapons. But, you know, Kelsey's slowing down a little bit. He, he takes a lot yeah. of punishment. He does. So uh, I, th- I think it's ripe for an upset by the Cardinals. Okay. On to good old SoFi, where it's going to be the Raiders and the Chargers. The Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. That hook is so crucial in a game like this. Division game. Raiders, obviously, new head coach in Josh McDaniel. New wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Um, a lot going on with the Raider organization with Vegas. Chargers, literally a lot of people think Super Bowl this year could be. Herbert, they added Khalil Mack to the team. To me, this is a monster stay-off game. I wouldn't, I, I'd have an easier like time predicting like, um, you know, ant races in, in Antarctica than I would this game. Mel? This is a tough one. I mean, you know, the Raiders are always going to play the uh, Chargers tough. They played them tough. In uh, SoFi last year, but as you mentioned, uh, Khalil Mack being added to the defense, one uh, Justin Herbert, you know, one year better. Keenan Allen, uh, you know, I, they, 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 I I say the Chargers are the best team in LA, so uh, I like the Chargers. But this is always a tough game. I wouldn't know which way to go here, so I'm just going to leave this one alone. But uh, I, I look forward to watching it, and uh, and I think this would definitely be a featured game and. Uh, this would be a lot of fun to watch Raider Nation uh, coming home to L.A., you know, uh, one, of their, one of their former homes and, and uh, raising a lot of hell in SoFi. And I, I kind of would like to be a fly on the wall, you know, because these guys, these Raider, Raider Nation guys love to come in town and, and go crazy. And uh, there'd be a lot of fun in the stands, a lot of mayhem. So what do you think, girl? I mean, this is a, one of the last true rivalries in the yeah. league, you know, just because all the players bouncing around, you kind of lose like the sense of rivalry with a lot of the uh, other teams, Uh, you know, so those are always the toughest to pick. Uh, I think the chargers will win by three. So I think the chargers will win the game, but I think the Raiders with the three and a half will win uh, the spread. Interesting. Yeah. No. And if you get three, buy up that, buy up the three and a half. Yeah. Cause I think Mac is a huge addition for the chargers. Yeah. And uh, this goes into that revenge type game. You know, the Raiders and him didn't have the greatest. That's right. Uh, ending or whatever. So, uh, and by the way, they've created one of the league's best offensive lines, the Chargers. I yes. mean, the Chargers really in the AFC, in my opinion, have to me. I would put them right at, with Kansas City as as a favorite in the AFC. I mean, I, I again, you know, remember last year. I mean, this Brandon Staley. I mean, this coach was going for it fourth and down on his fourth and eight on his own twenty six. Some of those games last year, he's ballsy. And the Chargers, um, the Chargers won in Kansas City last year, remember? They did. And I think McDaniels is, you know, finding, you know, life's a little different without Tom Brady. It's, it's your, uh, your fallback for when the play busts up. You know, it's a lot of these Patriot coaches, they go, you know, uh, to other places and because they don't have Brady uh, 
you know, rewriting the ship when it goes bad, you know, it's, it's different. And Carr's great, but he's not Brady. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, who is? Yeah. Carr's, yeah, Carr's uh, had an interesting career, hadn't he? He's really managed to hold on to that job for well, quite a long time. And he's, and he's come under a lot of scrutiny, but. But now he they added Devonte, which helps. Him that's right. It that helps. helps. Him in, you know, but he does a good job at managing. He's, he's become a pretty good game, uh, you know, good field general, and does does a good job at uh, managing the game and not turning the ball over. So we'll see what happens, Raider Nation. I will say this: there's no home advantage for the LA Chargers. There will be more Raider fans at SoFi. I'd say 75-25 over the Chargers. It's almost like a road game for the yeah. Chargers. Well, that's what happens when you leave uh, your home city of San Diego and in a huff and and uh that was just very bizarre so you know it's uh you're right it's gonna be it's gonna be more raider fans there was a lot of bills fans in there yeah you could hear that you could hear the bills mafia going nuts i mean i've seen the steelers play the chargers twice in the last few years once in san diego uh, which was literally i felt like i was at heinz field yeah no exaggerating 80 percent steeler fans sure and even when they played them at sofi last year it was, I would say, 70% Steeler fans. So you feel bad for the Chargers because it's a beautiful stadium, but that shine wears off after, you know, probably the third preseason game. It's like, all right, we're the fans for us. Absolutely. Yeah, they're like the redheaded stepchild. They're like, a, you know, forever a bridesmaid and never a bride. I mean, it's a, it's a sad situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember uh, the game uh, I saw the Steelers play the Chargers at the soccer stadium. Uh they were literally chanting defense when the Chargers had the ball, you know, for the Steelers. Like, that had to be so crushing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and avoid the parking lot, by the way, if you're a Charger fan. Of don't, course. Don't wear the colors. because yeah, avoid, yeah. avoid everything. Avoid the stadium, for just, gosh sakes. If you win, just walk down. Walk put your out. jacket on. Did you see no. the fights last year? Oh, it's it out of control. Fantastic. Well, I mean. A, that lady threw a beer on somebody. That started a whole thing. So that was Chargers. That was Chargers Raiders preseason, I think. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was great. But I mean, SoFi is in a horrible neighborhood. Like, let's not sugarcoat that. There's yes. Crips, there's Bloods, yes. there's Mexican Mafia, and they all go to the games. Rolling and, 60s. Yes. Uh, Hoover Crips. Yeah. I mean, uh, most of these uh, gangs are Raider fans. So, all Raider fans. You know, it's not too many gangs who are sporting the Charger colors. That's right. Baby blue. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. The memories I have of going to Raider games at the Coliseum. I was out of control. As a kid. I mean, it was, it was, it was dangerous. I mean, we didn't, we didn't, I mean, I used to walk in. I, I mean, I remember one time there were lines in the year, like to go to the bathroom and, you know, Raider fans were peeing in the sink and screaming. I mean, it was really, <laughs> it was oh, scary. But that's because the Coliseum had no parking lot. Yeah. Really. Oh my God. So awful. you'd have to park on some dude's lawn. Lawn, right. And pay 50 bucks and get blocked in. And then he would like, Go, hey, it's 50 bucks, but if you want your car to be here after the game, probably give me 70. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely it, worth the 20. And so far, it's almost as bad with $60 minimum to park. I don't know how poor people go to games. Here's the problem with SoFi. Here's the problem with SoFi, though. <laughs> I've gone to SoFi two or three times. It's so big that you got to take five escalators to get to your seats. It's just getting out. I don't love SoFi. I don't know. I know it's state of the art. I know it's the new generation of Wi-Fi and digital and all these different things, but it's a real hassle getting in and out of there. Well, here's yeah. the problem. I I'm think. a Red Zone Channel man guy. You know, Red Zone Channel. That's it. I do Red Zone Channel. Yeah. I oh, stay home great. and watch them all. But like you have two billionaire owners and I've got friends who work on both teams. 
they fight constantly over what they want done to the stadium improvements, which is crazy. You would think you're already improving that stadium. It's just built. So I think that's also the problem. And, and there's promotional uh, battles. Well, we oh, want I'm the sure. Charger posters here. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, we want cars poster, you know, so it, it's, I hate it when teams share a stadium. It, it's, yeah. it rarely works for either team. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. All right, on to the next one. We're going to go to Minnesota. This will be a real good game to watch. You got Aaron Rodgers in a division game as a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Minnesota. Um, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith. Vikings have an array of offensive options. Um, let's start with Mel. Mel, thoughts on this game? It's the year of Kirk Cousins. I'm saying it right <laughs> now. It's the Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk Cousins. It's his year. Ride them all 16 games, baby. Captain Kirk is going to shut everybody up once and for all. It's the year of Captain Kirk. All right, you're going Vikings. All right. Absolutely. I'm going to jump in here. I wouldn't take the Vikings straight. This is one of my favorite teaser legs of the week. Excuse me with the cough. Um, never tease or excuse me. There's something called a Wong teaser for all you gambling degenerates. You always <laughs> want to go through the three and the seven. When you tease, you never, any teaser has to go through the three and the seven, meaning one, one and a half, two, two and a half. You're taking the dog seven and a half, eight, eight, eight and a half. You're taking nine, nine and a half. You're taking the favorite. I love Minnesota taking it up to seven and a half or eight points. I would not bet it straight. I think Rodgers, you never bet against him as a pick em. But I think Minnesota at home on the carpet, getting seven and a half or eight points. You know, Alan Lazard's questionable for the pack. Um, Darius Smith now. Darius Smith is in purple chasing after Aaron Rodgers. I like the Vikings on the tees. Earl? Uh, I love the Vikings because I think you know, the toughest thing for gambling for I think most people is taking the emotional aspect out of it. And it's hard to go against Aaron Rodgers, uh, Mahomes in, in the Cardinals game because you think, I can't go against those guys. They're two of the best ever. But, you know, with every year, teams catch up to you. And I think the Vikings at home, although I am worried Johnson, the receiver, is out with a torn ACL. So that takes away one uh weapon for cousins and although most people are like cousins over Aaron Rodgers you're insane but you know times are changing and Minnesota's you know a lot better than it's been in the past all right well there we go on that um interesting game Titans Giants we got Tennessee with a healthy Derrick Henry probably one of the best coaches in the NFL uh a mediocre to above mediocre quarterback who always seems to make it happen but then never can hit the big game they're finally healthy though they're playing the giants pros love the giants in this game they love they think the g-man keep a lot of these games close um i'm off this game there's a part of me that wants to take tennessee and there's a part of me that wants to take the giants i got no feel period on this earl uh, i'm gonna go with the titans uh you hit the nail on the head with hannah hill you know He's just a good quarterback. He's not great at anything, but he's good at everything. But he's boring. That's his problem. If he had off-the-field problems, if he got whacked off in massage parlors, people would be talking about <laughs> him a lot better. Uh, but he just he's there. Uh, and I think with Henry back, uh, I don't see uh, the Giants are bad. Like, this is how many times are we going to say this? 
there are at least seven bad teams in this league. Uh, so I don't see a pathway for the Giants to win uh, with the points without them. So Tennessee all the way. Although it is a bad game to be interested in. Earl? Mel. Yes. I mean, Mel, I'm sorry. Mel. Bad game, not really interested. Daniel Jones is my boy from Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina kid, great kid, but good Lord. I mean, get him out of there for God's <laughs> sakes. He's had enough. Poor kid's had enough. Someone rescue him. He, he went to Duke. He's go get a job in finance or something, man. You know, it's like the fumbling and just, I mean, just, I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of help on that team, but it's just a garbage game. I'm not interested. Not interested. All right. Sunday night, game of the week, probably. Tom Brady on his way to Dallas to play America's team, Ooh. the Dallas Cowboys. There's been a lot that's been said about Brady in the offseason, having marital problems, having to what step away from the team for 10 days, right, Earl? Earl, you know about all that. Tom Brady has marital problems? Yeah, yeah, a Were lot of people. hanging out with his wife? Uh, I wish. <laughs> uh, by the way, you know every uh, whore in 32 cities is like, should we go to Tampa right now? There's <laughs> oh, my God. They're yeah. all like, want to circle him, bro. He was uh, away from the team for 10 days. A lot of people actually thought it was because he was on The Masked Singer. Um, right. I don't know if that's the case. Oh, no. like, well, maybe that was true. Is that true? Uh, well, I don't think so. I mean, my gut is no. They but. just did a promo where they uh, did a commercial for it, and they brought out a goat, and Dr. Ken was like Tom Brady. So I oh. think that's literally, you know, when Dr. Ken's influencing lines, it, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm, I mean, yeah, I mean, Dallas is just, they're tough because they should be better, but because Jerry Jones sucks out so much oxygen from the team. Yeah, terrible. It's hard to get a read on how good they are. So uh, it's hard to go against Brady on this one, even though it's on the road. Yeah, my my, you know, my feeling on this one, I would not take Dallas straight. They never close for me. But again, another teaser where you're getting a home team on Sunday night, getting eight and a half or nine points, going through the three and the zero or the three and the seven, excuse me. Um, I like Dallas and Minnesota teased as a little afternoon special. Two home teams with more than a touchdown. Um, but I agree with Earl, like, straight, I could see Brady winning this game by a field goal. Um, what do you think, Mel? How about them Cowboys? You like them, huh? I like Dak. I like Dak to come out firing this year. I think it's all going to work out with C.D. Lamb and all that whole thing. Ezekiel... Ezekiel Elliott was in the club the other night. They caught him on TikTok in the club drinking tequila. He's ready to roll, baby. <laughs> You're Dallas, huh? I like to see Dallas do it, yeah. I mean, I will say, Brady, it, it's going to be different without Gronk there. It is. Yeah. Know, it's just a whole level. And they of have linemen. They have, they have linemen that are hurt yeah, also. Right. I mean, there's been a ton of money, pro money, that's come against Brady this year. Gone under 11 and a half wins in Vegas. A Ooh. lot. Well, it, Excuse me. A lot of people are thinking that Tampa Bay is going to have a fall off. So we'll see. Monday night will be interesting. Now, the fun, you know, here's another one interesting thing to think about. Tampa plays back-to-back -back road games. They go on the road in week two, and they play the New Orleans Saints on the carpet. Ooh. So the question is, again, if you're forecasting, I don't know. You got, a, you got an interdivision game there. Are they looking ahead? I mean, this is opening night. Probably not. Gun to my head, I take Dallas, but I love him in the tees. So, well, they right, also Monday play uh, Pittsburgh uh, relatively early in the yeah. season, I think, in Pittsburgh. So, uh, you know Brady's looking ahead a little bit. 
Well, every, I mean, Brady's 45 years old. It's like, when is he going to finally give out? I mean, you know, can he, how much longer can he keep this up for? I mean, I guess he could keep it up for, yeah. but he's great. He's the, he is the, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no doubt about it. There's no argument, but uh, man, 45 and doing his thing. Like and doing this. his thing. But he's a great 45 year old. Oh, I mean, that like, guy is like, that guy, that, that guy eats lettuce. Like he goes to cryo. He, yeah. he yeah. goes into the hyperbaric chamber. Like yeah. you take someone like Roethlisberger who the physical tools, he should still be playing. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't known for his training methods, which is yeah. why he's retired now. I mean, Brady is the definition of an anomaly. Yeah. How about you, Earl? You spend much time in the in the hyperbaric. Hundred percent. I mean, I'll, I'll be fifty four. Now I'm not putting myself on Tom Brady's level, but I do cold baths, uh, cryo, uh, hot water enemas. I mean, I, I it's got, amazing. I, I got that from you when I saw you with that rat shirt on today. Yeah. When you walked up and you had the rat shirt on, I said, "This guy's got to go." This guy's on. the eighties. I, I got no. this guy. I mean, he's a, you know, he's a warrior. Earl, Earl definitely knows where the bodies are buried. But that's a whole <laughs> other, oh my God! I mean, that's a whole don't other. worry about it. Uh, I've seen Barrett. So, <laughs> you know, I should have a ten picture development deal with what I have on Boo Boo. <laughs> oh my God! Um, all right, our final game Monday night. We have Russell Wilson heading back to Seattle to face his team, the Seattle Seahawks. And Geno Smith. Geno! Geno, Geno starting. Geno now, I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm going to start on this I one. Every that. pick is going to be on Denver in this game. I love Seattle, and I'm going out on a whim here. You got the 12th man. You got who has more pressure in this game than anybody? It's called Russell, Russell Wilson. You're going against your former team. You're going against the 12th man. That This line should be four, four and a half in this game. Should not be six and a half. I'm going to wait till this goes to seven because I'm almost 99% positive that it will. And I'm going to take Geno Smith in the seven and Pete Carroll on the road or at home against Russell Wilson. Mel? Well, I'm going crazy today on the underdog money line, money line, NFL money line specialist, Mel TV live. We're going to keep the pattern going and we're going to go with the Seattle and Geno Smith. I love Geno. Ever since he was in West Virginia, Gino loves to throw the ball to the other team sometimes. But when he doesn't do that, he's, he can he can do okay. So hopefully, uh, Gino will show up and Seattle can get the win. Home dog on Monday night. Home dog on Monday night. That was a rule we always had. So gotta like Gino here. Earl, uh, I can't go uh, <laughs> against Russell Wilson when the other guy's Gino. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Who's the backup? Jim Zorn? Yes, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot of what you, and this goes into the revenge games we've talked about. You know, uh, just from different things that have come out of the locker room of Seattle where, you know, some not so nice things were said about Wilson as a teammate. He's going to be beyond motivated. And uh, I, I love Geno Smith. He's a survivor. But I, I can't go with him against Russell Wilson. I, and in regards to the crowd noise, the 12th man, uh, you know, Wilson's been up there for what? Uh, how many years did he play in Seattle? Not going to affect him. I, I, yeah, I mean, he's used to it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, although I'm sure the first series will be rough for first him. First couple. Be, uh, but I, every series is going to be rough for Geno Smith. It is. <laughs> it always is for Geno. No, no disrespect. I, I give him the respect that he's still in the league. He's been here, what, he's been 11 years or something. It's crazy. I think he played with Franco Harris. Yeah, he did. Uh, he could be. <laughs> he's not there in the immaculate reception. He, he could be the quarterback <laughs> yeah. 
that's lost me some of the most money. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Oh, There's absolutely. only one guy who was worse, Jamarcus Russell. Oh, when he played for the Raiders, probably the worst quarterback oh, in the history Jamarcus of quarterbacks. Russell. I mean, or, I mean, I would go with Ryan Leaf. Being oh God, Ryan Leaf. Worse. I mean, Eric Handler could play better quarterback in his tight guys. black underwear. Oh um, my God. <laughs> Danny Greenberg could Danny get out Greenberg. there. And Danny Greenberg. It, Where's know? Danny Greenberg right now? Where is he? Where but I mean, on his paper, uh, yeah. Russell was like, can't miss. Like, yeah. You know, I could understand why teams, the Raiders picked him. It's the same thing with the kid in uh, the Titans who I want the Steelers to draft, Willis. Yeah. Like, on paper, that guy's amazing. Yeah, he's really Huge good. guy, could run. And just, you know, sometimes, Vince Young, it just, sometimes it doesn't translate. Vince, Vince Young had a small moment there, but then he quickly went into some serious mental problems and was running yeah. around the neighborhood with a gun or something, and that was it. But it's so crazy. <laughs> and I know JB's yeah. seen it in hockey a lot. I'm going to mention a hockey player's name on a football picks podcast, Alexander Dague. Yeah. Uh, first pick overall, maybe the biggest bust in pro sports history. Yeah, uh, He scored 200 points in juniors couldn't get 30 in the NHL. Like it's mental. A lot of it's mental. A lot of it's mental and, and the adjustment period of a quarterback, especially a quarterback, you know, you can, you know, get a little lucky against, uh, you know, Alcorn State, but yeah. even the worst team in the league, say the Texans, have seven all-stars on that defense. They're just not a good team. Right. So, uh, yeah, sorry about you betting on Russell so much. So, guys, so let's now, we finish the games. Let's now, I want to go around. And at the end of the day, week one, I want our three best picks, the three that we are either betting or we would bet for the week. And then I want our one stinky pick. If you had a gun to your head, a pick that everyone, like a stinky pick, like a, are you kidding me? Kind of really? So I'm going to start with Mel, your three best bets of the week this week. Bears money line. Um, 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 and what was the other money line? I like the money line. I like the, tell uh, he's Cardinal, off the Cardinals money line. Wow. Bears money line, Cardinals money line, and wow. Patriots money line. Wow. He's going, he's not even dealing with points. He's no saying points, win, though. win, win. And then, uh, and then go with, uh, the stinky pick and then go with, uh, the, uh, the, uh, Texans plus the seven. Okay. I like that. That is, I will say for you people out there listening to this. Parlay those three money lines for a hundred yes. bucks. Probably pay thirty to one. I mean, oh, yeah. Mel's giving you three money lines. It's pretty ballsy, and he's saying take Houston in a division game plus the seven to cover. All right, Earl, what do you think? Three of your picks, your best bets. Three best bets, definitely the Saints minus five. I mean, uh, yep. Falcons is going to be five and a hizzy, five and horrific. a half. Horrific. Uh, yep. Yes, five and a half. Uh, the Colts. A minus seven. Wow. Uh, I could see them winning by 20 to 30 points. Yeah. And uh, the Steelers plus seven. I just think, uh, I know Burrow's great, but that Steeler defense with the addition they made of Okuna Joby uh, is even better. So I see him struggling because a lot of people with the Steelers think they're not going to score that much, uh, which they're probably right. It's not like Trubisky's a gunslinger or Pickett if he comes in, but you don't have to score a lot with that defense. I like those. I like those, Earl. Those are very, very, very solid. Oh, what's your stinky pick, Earl? Your stinky pick, the one that's like, are you kidding me? Like one that... I mean, the Lions plus five. Plus the, plus the five. Okay. They're probably gonna... the stinkiest of the board. <laughs> All right. They might they... lose by 30. But like you it. figure maybe. Okay. 
All right, so here are mine. I'm going to go three. Here's the JB picks. I'm going to go balls to the wall, and I'm going to go against. I'm going to fade Baker Mayfield, and I'm going to take Cleveland plus one and a half. It's now even, but it was one and a half when I took it. So I'm going to take Cleveland Browns as an upset on the road to beat the Panthers. I'm also going to take as my second pick a more square pick. I'm going to take Baltimore minus seven on the road to cover against the New York Jets. And my third pick of the week, I'm going to go with Earl's pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin getting seven against a team that's coming off a Super Bowl loss division game. I like the plus seven. My stinky pick of the week is going to be Atlanta plus five and a half. Marcus Mariota to cover against this Saints team. And I'm going to give you the JB teaser of the week. My favorite teaser of the week, the Baltimore Ravens as a minus a half to the Minnesota Vikings plus eight. That's going to be my pick. That's the teaser of the weekend. Baltimore mini. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to what about futures bets. Futures bets. Future. Well, all right. Futures bets. What did I do this futures? year? I did a couple. I did um my futures bets were over eight and a half on the Saints. Okay. I think they're going to be better. My other future bet was the Colts to win the division. Oh, to beat out the Titans and win the division. I like the Colts. I like the upgrades they've made. I'm a big Jim Say fan. He's a, he's a dear friend and someone I'm you always rooting. Yeah. Yep, I'm always rooting for. Yeah, but you can't bet like that. No, that's no, it's true. Heart no, 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 it's true. But I really, I did the research. Him and Rob those Lowe are, are really good friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, those are those are. Why not? Those but are, like, wouldn't you be good friends with Rob Lowe if you had? The oh my god, love Him guy. and John Stamos. Ooh, the ass those guys oh got. God. Good for them. How about fucking Chad? I'm friends with Chad Lowe. That's um, your problem. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I mean, those are TV live gets the second, second tier. Those are, those are the ones I mean, you know, (laughs) I mean, I mean, there's others, but like I would normally fade the Cowboys under 10 wins. They never step up to where they're supposed to be. I like that Tampa Bay under. Yeah. It's a good under. Tampa Bay. I think missing Gronkowski is good. It's, it's. They're going to win 12 games, Tampa. I don't think so. The Saints are good. gone, right? They got a new coach, right? I mean, Arians is a great coach, but like, and he gone? Did he step down? He's no, no. Wait, no, I think he's still there. Oh, is he? That's a good question. I thought he he was. Um, I'm just looking here, Mel. At any other ideas that I had? Yeah, that was really it. I mean, I didn't really love future bets are tough, man, because you get an injury on an over. It's like you're screwed, you know, and especially a franchise player. Very tough. Um, but you know, I'll make a prediction here on this. On our on our week one, if I'm going Super Bowl right now, and I want us each to go around with a Super Bowl pick, let's hear it. Uh, a, a matchup. I'm gonna go Chargers from the AFC, and I'm gonna put the Chargers, and I'm gonna have the Chargers play in the NFC. Ooh, very very tough, so tough. But I am going to go Chargers and, oh, my God, I can't even find it. I'll go Chargers Packers. I'll go Chargers Packers this year. Even though I, I, I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, I'll go Chargers Packers. That's going to be my prediction. Mel, what do you think? How about Ravens versus, uh, versus uh, the, uh, 
The Packers. Ravens, Packers. All right. So we got Chargers, Packers. We got Ravens, Packers. Earl, to close out the show, what do you think? I'm going to go with a rematch of the Thursday night game, Buffalo and the Rams. That's probably a good one, yeah. I think the Rams, you know, they didn't play a good game, but yeah. I think, you know, there's no two-hour ceremony. I think Jalen Ramsey was embarrassed. Like, that one play, oof. Oh, God. Uh, like, that was not good. And you know he's the best corner in the league, I think. Yeah. He'll step it up. You know, the key with the Rams is Stafford's arm. I think they're underplaying the injury. It's not good that he didn't throw a lot in preseason. That's a sign. Uh, but they are so good all over the place. And, uh, you know, Buffalo is, uh, as much as I would love to say the Steelers uh, are going to get there, Buffalo is just too good. Yeah, Buffalo looks Buffalo unbeatable. Looks really good. I just, for some reason, I always feel like the team that you think is going to win never wins. It's like in baseball right now. I will leave you guys. Like, the Dodgers look like no, who could touch the Dodgers. Yeah, touch but then I almost feel like Houston or the Mets – Somehow, the playoffs things change, don't they? Yeah, things change. So, you said the injuries like just God forbid Jake Allen gets hurt. Josh Allen, I'm sorry, who's Jake Allen? Doesn't he play uh, for the Pirates? Right? Uh, Josh Allen, God forbid he gets hurt, but then Buffalo goes back three or four spots. Yeah, uh, so you know, it's tough in a set now a 17 game season. you know the injuries for every team will happen, and it's who survives them. And backup quarterbacks, as crazy as this sounds, if I were Buffalo, I'd trade for Mason Rudolph just to have him there. Mason Rudolph. I mean, yeah. he's not horrible. Yeah, at least he can he can manage a game. Yeah, I mean, you know, because who's their backup right now? And Allen's probably not going to get hurt. But he runs. You never but, know. But, you know, the way he runs, one one hit to the knee, and he's done. So didn't what? he didn't, didn't Mason Rudolph had this thing going with Dave Portnoy, the bar to, barstool sports or no, no, Bob Mennery. And he was dating Bob Mennery as his ex-girlfriend. Or good something. for him. He's a good looking guy. You know, Mason he's a good looking guy. You know, Bob, guy? You know, Bob, Bob Mennery is the one that does yeah. those funny clips and stuff. But I mean, Rudolph, you know, he never got, I'm not saying this cause I'm a Steeler guy, but like he never got the chance in Pittsburgh cause Roethlisberger is Robocop. He, even when he's hurt, he still played. Yeah. And I thought he was the best quarterback in preseason for them. Granted, he got a lot of time against the B teamers, but yeah, he did what he did against who he did against. So I think he's a very good option for a good team to be the backup. Could be, he can manage a game and now is, was he the guy that miles Garrett hit? Yes. With the yeah. Hit with the helmet. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. That and took a, well then Oka and Joby, is the one who came up from behind and pushed them. So now they're right. teammates. Now they're teammates. So that, that's an interesting. Well, he prob- they probably won't be teammates for much longer because. Yeah, but then again, you know these guys are pros. Look at Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly now. These guys are pros. They'll figure it out. I mean, that's an old story that we probably shouldn't yeah. get into. But like, I have a hard time believing Rudolph said that word, knowing yeah. the next day he's got to look at Cam Hayward. Exactly. But uh, that's, you know, I think Rudolph will get picked up by a good team looking for, like you you said it perfectly, JB. He can manage the game if your number one guy goes down. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what you need in the NFL. So first off, we want to thank you guys for listening. This is a rough, rough first um, podcast, but it was fun doing this. I'm honored that I was able to sit next to these two icons next to me, Earl the Pearl Skakel. And Mel Live TV Facebook. Mel is the voice of Palisades Baseball, PBBA Baseball, which will be coming up in April. Um, TikTok, vi- Facebook, Instagram, Mel Wingfield, Mel TV Live. I got a lot of fun stuff up there. And we're we're excited. We're gonna play with this. We're gonna see how we do, and we'll probably come back hopefully with some more weeks. 
We'll hone this down. We'll make it great. Uh, for Jason Barrett, Mel Wingfield, Earl the Pearl Skakel, thank you for tuning in to the Degenerates Podcast, and see ya.